Ask Network presents sports for the culture. I'm here with the family. Price XXV, double I. Rome. Simolo. We're flying. T-Buggy, man. This is the greatest sports show on the planet. La Familia. Hope y'all ready for a ride. Can't wait to hear what you guys got to say. Let's go. We back. Your favorite sports show, Gas Presents sports for the culture i'm fumbling over my words let's get it fellas i was off last week it was a great show kept me entertained throughout the week i kind of watched it as my week was going on so good stuff last week fellas let's get into it. we got a lot of good topics for tonight so let's start off with my guy bottom left introduce yourself it's your boy demon Ragu, and i just want to say shout out to john wall bro for finessing his contract and robbing the nba for so much money Yo, I don't know a John Wall fan, but God damn, I, I appreciate our finesse when I see what makes me so proud. <laughs> Yo, shout out to John Wall, not just for finessing, you know what I mean, the NBA, but for being a top three point guard when he was doing it. Debatably top one when he was doing it, but that's, you know, that's a conversation we can have at another time. All right, bro, you need a drug test. Let's keep it pushing. Let's keep it pushing. Bottom right, introduce yourself, sir. T-Buggy, man. Y'all know what it is. Uh, I don't know what to tell y'all, man. The, the world's been upside down lately. Uh, my bucks are out. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I'm, I'm waiting on football season at this point. My maple leaf's lost. Like, I'm waiting on football season. Hey, wash your hands. Wash your hands. That COVID out there is still kicking. So, you know what I'm saying? Stay safe. Let's go. Bro, wait, wait. Did you just claim the Maple Leafs? Or you been a Maple Leafs fan, and this was just an unknown gas sports for the culture fact? And since Doug Gilmore, like 94, 95, you know what I'm saying? We don't talk about hockey enough for me. Hey, you was playing, you was playing, uh, what was the NHL? What was the NHL game on Sega back in the day? It was just, it was just NHL, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. That joint was lit. That joint was lit. <laughs> I had a Super Nintendo, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I've been, I've been a Maple Leafs fan since Toronto was winning. A Blue Jays fan. You know, I picked all my teams that was winning, 49ers. Uh, I was a Rockets fan back then. Uh, Maple Leafs, you know what I'm saying? Uh, oh, oh, you know, Blue Jays. If they was re- winning in the early 90s, that was my team. You know what I'm saying? I was bandwagon. I ain't know nobody. Yeah, it sounds like, according yeah. to those statistics, the gas team is bound to win. Let's move <laughs> on, man. <laughs> Top left, introduce yourself. Yeah, I don't know where they do that at, but uh, Scruff Lion, good ass sports, man. You know, I only got one centralized location for the locale of the teams that I rep, bro. You feel me? Uh, other than that, man, you know, I'm all about the players, man. Because, uh, you know, I'm a member of the Players Club as well, man. They retire in my jersey, man. Shout out, uh, yeah, shout out, shout out all the, all the, all the, all the players out there, man. No, no, shout out, shout out Scruff for walking across that stage, too, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm bandwagon, baby. If you win it, I'm on your team. You know what hey, I'm saying? The bandwagon is full. Uh, it's not full. It's, it's still loaded. So jump in. <laughs> we good. Yeah, we still love. It's never too late to hop on the right bandwagon, as they say. I don't yeah. know. My man said he's like the Flyers as a kid, Eric Landros. All right. I feel oh, like nah. Eric cool. Landros was a dog, bro. See, I started getting into hockey <laughs> a little late. My guy was. Uh, well, honestly, I felt I always used to feel like there wasn't enough black players in hockey. You know what I'm saying? It's fair. I started. I had a homie who loved hockey back in the day, bro. And he got me hip, 
And I started watching the uh, my team became the Calgary Flames early early on. They they had, yeah, they was all right. I'm trying. I can't remember my man's name now. Y'all know I be drawing names. No, 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 no. They had it. They had a black dude on the team. He was literally like the only black dude in hockey for years, bro. Uh, whatever. It'll come to me later, I'm sure. But shout out to hockey, man. We need some more black players. We just need more diversity in hockey. I mean, actually, no, I shouldn't say that. There's a lot of diversity. It's just all from Europe. We got mad different European uh, European countries represented in hockey, and Canada's killing it. Uh, so shout out to all the hockey fans out there. We're going to start touching on it a little more. Uh, Jerome, Jerome Aginla. I think his name was Jerome. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the it name. Came to I, me. It came to me. I was trying name. to Google it, and I couldn't even. Jerome Aginla, bro. Jerome Aginla, that was my guy. <laughs> but uh, so let's keep it pushing, yo. First topic of the day, man. I feel like it's only right. Um we got to address it. We got to address it. The horrific, horrific shooting in Buffalo. Um, unbelievable. Unbelievable. I wish I could say, like, I mean, I wish it was unbelievable. You know what I mean? But I feel like with the landscape of where everything is in this country, it's not as surprising as something like this should be. Um, so unfortunate. Uh, our hearts, all of Gaz's hearts are out to all the families of, of people that lost loved ones. That should not have happened. That just should not have happened. And um, according to, like, I don't know, recent uh, police dealings, there's no way that the, the shooter should have been treated the way he was after that. I mean, it seemed like they were using kid gloves on him once they once they got there. Um, I mean, it, ten I believe 10 people killed, most of them elderly people. So you're talking about people's grandparents, people's parents, just trying to do their weekend grocery shopping at the local top supermarket uh so unfortunate that somebody would drive in their have in their right mind to drive hours away to the most populated black area to do it and uh now they're saying he did it because of covid that's that's crazy yeah he wrote a whole essay why apparently this kid was you know thought about shooting up his school before somehow still got his hands on a gun unbelievable man i just want to you know pass the floor to you guys we can all sound off just a little bit about this and uh, I'll start with you, T. I mean, uh, it seems senseless, right? Like, like it didn't have to happen, and, and it absolutely didn't. But like, this stuff happens. Like, and it's, it's becoming more and more frequent, and uh, so frequent to the fact that like it's not even lasting in the news cycle anymore. You know what I'm saying? It's becoming a a, a passing tweet on your timeline, and then it's on to the next one. Like, that's kind of indicative of the times, man. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And um, Big Shirley pointed this out to me, man. And when I really thought about it, I was thinking, like, this is truly heinous and evil. Like, he was talking about uh, great replacement theory, right? Like, the whites are being, um, you know, the numbers are dwindling, yada, yada, yada. Um, how does it help the white numbers if you're killing, like, black grandmas? Like, they can't even have kids. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like they're not even childbearing age. Like, you, you you basically just going out here doing a bunch of nonsense and um, just affecting people's lives. And like I said, he talked about shooting up his school. So you can tell this type of person that type of loser that, you know what I'm saying, wanted some sort of infamy. And um, this, unfortunately, this was the, the means he chose to, to do it. But like, you know, the country got to do something because I don't know how long um, you can expect one group to get targeted and targeted and targeted. Um, over and over before there's some sort of retaliation and 
You know what I'm saying? That's not what we want. We don't want to see an escalation of violence, you know what I'm saying? But I, I don't even know at this point, like, you know, you drive to an area to accomplish a task and do it. And then black people, black kids, black parents, black students, black minorities, period. You got to watch this guy. He walked out like a, like he, like he stole something, you know what I'm saying? Like he went in there and, and put a pack of oatmeal in his pocket. Like, it's, it's kind of crazy. It's unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. And on top of that, to live stream it, you know what I mean? Let that have been a pair of titties. Let's be honest. Let that have been a pair of titties, and that live stream would have gotten taken down instantly. But you got somebody in a supermarket shooting up black people, you know, let alone any people, you know what I'm saying? But, I mean, shooting up black people, with the with the n-word on the barrel of his gun and it, the live streams is able to go on like you know it's like something some of these things they don't really they don't really add up man some of these things really don't add up and it's just it's unbelievable it's unbelievable that that it had to happen in this fashion um scruff sound off man. yeah it's crazy bro <clears throat> i mean i gotta say what it is like you know I mean, the dude, the shooter was clearly a right. Well, he was clearly like a white supremacist. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, you got the you, you got you got you got that faithful word, you know, tatted on the on the barrel of the gun. You know what I'm saying? Like it's pretty self-explanatory what the intent was. It was like very, you know. But you're right though, Brad. Like they was treating them like real, real, you know, real, real country club esque. You know, and they're. Uh, detaining of, of 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 the suspect you know but i mean that's just that is what it is you know that's just a it's a shame though it's really a shame man this shit could be going on but uh you know i don't even know i don't even know what to say other than like but i can't believe they even let that shit happen first of all secondly like you know i hope they hold this man up to the fullest extent and thirdly I was googling and i was searching some information i was seeing that there was 192 mass shootings uh in the u.s uh, within 2022, and it's the first one I heard of, so it just got me thinking about what else is going on. Uh, it's a whole lot of crazy out there, you know what I'm saying? So stay safe. Yeah, no, nah, it's, 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 it's beyond crazy. You know, what, they, what they'll try to do in the coming weeks, they'll try to say that this kid was deranged. They'll try to say that this kid was, you know, mentally unstable. They'll try to use all these, you know, um, hint words all these pop words to kind of make your mind shift into thinking not necessarily you know pulling out sympathy from you but to just kind of not to blame the the true reason of why things like this happen so be aware of that as these you know as these coming weeks i mean i'm sure we are you know we got a lot of conscious members of the gas community but be just be aware of those words that they use you know what i mean um as they try to pawn this kid off as being you know essentially you know make this a mental health issue with this kid versus you know a racism issue in america so just be aware of that and shout out to the security guard who tragically lost his life as well who put it all on the line to try to stop this shooter you know what i mean unfortunately the shooter was head to toe in tactical gear military grade tactical gear uh but you know there was the, a black man who was armed security put his life on the line to try to change things in that instance and and I, and I don't want that man to go um as an unsung hero i want that to be a frontline hero and be i want him to be recognized gee man sound off a little bit on the on the buffalo shooter i just want to say let's correct ourselves this is not a kid this is a grown man 
A kid is an athlete that goes to college and plays sports. A kid is someone that goes to college and do something with himself. This is a full grown ass man at this point. We can't sit here and be like a kid. And the fact that his parents are like saying, well, is, you know, it's COVID related because you're stuck inside. No, 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 no. This has to stem down from his parents to have that kind of hatred as an 18 year old. It's not something you just learn because of COVID or just four years in your house or yada, yada, two years in your house. This has to stem down from his parents. He had to have heard that kind of hatred from his parents. So this stems down from his parents. This is a full grown ass man in my point of view. He needs to be judged as a man, and we can't sit here and be like, oh, well, that's a kid. No, no, like I said, a kid is someone that goes to school and do something with themselves. And yes, kids make mistakes, in it, but this is a mistake, no kind of mistake for, for we to be considered as a kid. A kid making a mistake is probably stealing a candy from a store, but taking people's lives, no, no, no. This is a grown-ass man. He made a decision, and the fact that he, what he did was some outlandish shit. Like, I, I, I personally watched the video and had to, like, sit down 20 minutes. I was working out, and my boy showed me, he's like, yo, look at this shit. I was like, what is it? And I'm looking at the video, and, like, my man literally, like, I don't even want to say fully what I've seen, but, like, he he already killed somebody, and then he double-tapped on, a, on a, the dead, deceased person's head after he already, he already killed them. So my man, like, was, like, my man, this person was going out, out his way to do everything he had to do. I'm like, no, this... We need to see this person as a, a grown adult. I don't want to hear none of that that mental illness stuff. Because someone with mental illness, man, you can see from far away. That is a straight, pure, pure evil walking in the face of this earth. And he did what he did with the intentions of hurting people. And it's, it's and it's sad that it's some we're becoming numb to this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Eventually, like this is just this is just. Are we really gonna sit here? Uh, eventually, we're gonna sit here and be like, "Well, it's you know, it's just a normal day in America but for us minorities, and it sucks." Like, and then the pe- like, we can't sit here and be like, "This is a kid." I cannot hear us say that because we have to judge him as a grown adult. Like I said, a kid is someone who he may hurt somebody, but not an extent of killing someone. Now, nah, but here's the thing, though, about G, and I'm not trying, I'm not trying, I'm not trying, like, free this man of anything that he did, but. You know, we put uh, video games in the hands of kids every day, be that really be shooting shit up. Like, so, like, to take that step between what you see on a television and do it in reality, people think it's a big difference. But honestly, it's not that big a difference until you fucking flip that one switch and something just pisses you off to that extent. So, like, I blame America. I mean, I feel you could blame I'm not. I'm not going to put this on video games, man. Kids been shooting things mm. Like... I, I never seen somebody get on Grand Theft Auto and only shoot the black people. You know what I'm saying? And maybe they do, but like I, I've never seen. It. But um, you know, the comments were talking about Tucker Carlson, and um, yeah, it's tough, right? Because racism doesn't have a party nomination or designation or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Racism is racism. Evil and hatred is evil and hatred. But Republican talking points, man, like Republicans, Trump, some of these people. Um, that have just stepped into social media, stepped into mass media, have echoed and parroted like just just hatred, and and, and people are feeling validated by this hatred because I, I look at it like this stuff was always always simmering, right? Always boiling. Like this is America, right? We were founded on racism. Like this stuff was always at the surface, and and uh, lately, man, Republicans have been fine with taking the lid off, like. Uh, critical race theory. We don't need to teach anything about slavery. We, um, you know, what I'm saying white people are going extinct. Yada yada yada. Just a bunch of nonsense. And you know, people that really don't think for themselves aren't strong-minded or just bought up on hatred. Like they're, they're leaning into this. And 
um, it's emboldened them and validated them. And I don't think we've seen the end of it. Yeah, it's definitely not the end. And it's definitely something that's been, is an ongoing issue for sure. And, you know, I, I want to take a second to applaud us as a, as a, as a group real quick, because one thing I love is not one of us said this guy's name. You know what I mean? That's what these, these shooters, that's what they want. They want their name to go down in some sort of history, no matter how, you know, horrible the history is. They want their name to be remembered. They want to be known as the person that did this. And what we were, what we are refusing to do is we're not going to say this kid's name, this dude's name, this man's name, whatever. We're not going to mention his name. We're all we're going to do is talk about the victims. All we're going to do is wish the best for these families. And, you know, all we're going to do is hope that one day things change in America. And, you know, and we also, in doing that, we have to warn our people. I need all of my people to be ready and to stay ready the best you can at all times. Does that mean carry a gun with you everywhere? No, that's not what I'm asking. But it does mean always be ready for the worst possible outcome to happen. You have to in this in this day and time because you just never know. You really never know. And uh, it's not like this mass shooting happened in a place where, you know, it's even numbers. Like this, this guy purposely drove to the most populated black area. You know what I mean? So that is another level of hatred. That's another level of premeditation and uh, for him to get up there and then, you know, plead, you know, not guilty. It's just like, it's crazy. It's crazy. You know, that's a fact. That's a fact, B. Keep your head on a swivel. Like in the football days, man, they used to always say that, and, and it, 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 it couldn't rain any more truer right now. I got a key level, and I'm just trying to get some bread, milk, and eggs. Like it's unfortunate. It is it, the worst. It's the worst possible thing. And I also think that, like you know, G made a good point. Like it's gonna get to the point in America where you get numb to these things. You know what I mean? And like true lawmaking, true policy making is adjusting to the times, you know what I mean? And I mean, we see it in schools. Now we're seeing it in grocery stores. We've seen it on trains. These mass shootings are going to happen. They're going to happen more frequently. And I need these lawmakers to put something into effect when it comes to these buildings. I, there needs to be exits everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no reason there should be somebody in there that has to hide in the freezer because they can't find a, an exit quick enough. You know what I mean? Like, that's another thing, like, hey, at the end of the day, if this is the times we're going to be in, someone, someone has to be smart enough to try to adjust to these times. Um, the mass shootings are only getting worse, and uh, something's got to give. Something's got to give. And uh, at the end of the day, man, we just all got to be prepared, top to bottom, every every member of society. So uh, appreciate you guys having that conversation, because that's not an easy one to have. That's not an easy one to have at all. Uh, so let's keep it pushing, man. Let's go into a little bit of a lighter note. <laughs> And let's get into let's get into some basketball, fellas. Let's get into a little bit of basketball. One of the biggest uh, <laughs> one of the biggest names in basketball is actually somebody that has been uh, outed from the playoffs, which is strange enough. And uh, it's my guy Pat Beverly, man. Pat Beverly, Pat Beverly becoming the new Charles Barkley or something. I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> But he was on ESPN. He did the ESPN World Tour real quick. He was on each and every one of their shows, it seemed like, from the clips I was saying. And he had some interesting things to say, most notably about Chris Paul, about CP3, about Uncle Clip. So let's get into it, man. What did y'all think about uh, Pat Beverly's comments on Chris Paul? 
Uh, I'm gonna start with you, Scruff. I'm gonna start with you, man. I feel like you've been wanting to sound off on this. Uh, well, you know, I didn't hear exactly what Pat Beverly's exact comments were, but overall, I think I generally heard the notion. Uh, I think they were talking a lot of smack to, to them, if what I recall. So it sounded like Pat Bev was a little salty. Uh, let me start with that. But I mean, personally, uh, I mean, we need to be what needs to be discussed is like, how do you, how do you go into a game seven at home and lose by forty plus? How do you do it? Just tell me how you do it. So I don't know. That's 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 my first question. You know, like how do you do that? How do you do that? And especially as one of the all time greats. You know what I'm saying? So if you're gonna be talking that mess, and that's my thing, is like if you if you're gonna be in that, like 40 something means like yo, you just clearly gave up or something. Because like there's no way that team is 42 points better than that. I, I what that shows it, somebody gave up right there. You know what I'm saying? And like so yeah, people gotta be held accountable. And I'm not saying I'm not saying Chris Paul's like you know, it tarnishes his legacy, but it does a little bit because you know, he can't get it done. And this is like an epic collapse in the biggest spot. And at home, like, how do you feel as a home home crowd? Your team's getting blown out by 40-something points. You're not even in it. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just really disgraceful uh, as far as being competitive. It's a disgrace of, 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 of for, for, for sport. The, the whole point of sport is to be competitive, bro. And that was not a competitive effort. It was It was shameful. So, you know, shame on Chris Paul, shame on the Suns, man. That was it was disgusting. Uh I, I hope the guy on my team never does that in the game seven. Cause I mean that's that's depressing. And then I, I hope you didn't pay to go to that game and watch that disgraceful performance. Everybody that was in attendance of that game should be refunded. That's craziness, man. It's craziness, craziness, craziness. Cause you need to, uh, Chris Paul need to cut a check, send a check back to them Phoenix Suns fans that played for that game because he robbed them boys of of, of, of a show because there wasn't no show. Ain't no show come from Phoenix. Nothing. You know what, Scrub? You over here sounding like Pat Beverly. But nah, man, I, I think I think you make you make some 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 good points. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, the Suns didn't show up. And what Pat, let's get to some some of Pat Beverly's comments. One thing he said was they benched the wrong person. They should have benched Chris Paul. <laughs> uh <laughs> Pat. Pat Beverly also said, uh, let's see, let's see. Uh, oh, he called Chris Paul a cone. He said he can't guard anybody. He said, you know, everyone refers to Chris Paul as a cone. And when when uh, Stephen A said, what do you mean a cone? He said, you know what a cone is in the drill. It just stands there. It doesn't move pretty much. That's disrespectful right there. That's another that's another level right there. But I, I kind of felt like Pat Beverly's attacks were a little more personal than just analytical. It felt real personal. It felt real like I'm getting this off my chest. And I'm going to get into that a little more a little later. But uh, let's continue this Chris Paul conversation. Uh, T, what do you think about this, this this Pat Bev versus, versus CP3? Yeah, it was it was definitely a little bit personal. Like, I thought he made some good points. Um, like, nobody's scared of Phoenix. Um, you know what I'm saying? Nobody's scared of Bug. Nobody's scared of Paul. Like, I respect that. But, like, like the cone drill stuff is going too far. And I feel like as a professional, right, um, just as a fellow black man, like, you don't get on TV and slander him. But what I do recognize is Chris Paul don't got a lot of friends for whatever reason. I don't know what it is about his personality. A lot of people don't really like Chris Paul, man. Like, you didn't see guys begging. I mean, maybe LeBron or somebody, but, like, guys weren't begging, like, hey, that's a big three with Chris Paul. So 
I don't know. Maybe it's more to it than that. But like, um, yeah, Ben was hating, man. I don't like to see that type of stuff on TV, bro. You can get your hate on your own platform, bro. But don't go on national TV and hate on that man. Like Chris Paul's still a, a great. He's still a top five point guard. Uh, even if he didn't get a ring, and that's to uh, Scruff's point, he might. Paul might not ever get a ring, right? Neither did neither did John Stockton. You know what I'm saying? Neither did Barkley. Neither, neither did Malone. Like Paul is still great. So uh, man, I don't know, man. That, was that a letdown game? Yes. Did they give up? Did they tap out? Yes. Uh, should Paul take a lot of the blame? Yes. Should Booker take more? Absolutely. Thank you. I've been waiting for somebody to, to drop that line. Like Chris Paul gets all the blame, but a quote unquote prime Devin Booker just, you know, he just gets none of it. I don't I don't too much get that. And you know, to you bring up another good point, man. Yo, you don't have to have a ring to be an all-time great. It just uh, you don't have to. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's great too, but I feel like the ring is becoming the same thing that the O has become in boxing. I said this in the group chat. Nowadays in boxing, if you're not undefeated, if you're not 33 and 0 or 42 and 0 or you know 25 and 0, 20 KOs, everybody looking at you like you trash just because you don't have an O. And you know it kind of started with Floyd because he had the O forever. You know what I'm saying? And now I feel like the ring has become that in basketball, bro. It's like if you don't got a ring, you just ain't shit. Come on, man. Like I I can't buy that, bro. Especially for these guys that constantly, constantly led teams who, if you looked at the supporting cast, you would probably say it didn't stack up to other teams' supporting cast. You know what I'm saying? Nah, like, nah, nah, nah. Y'all be flipping and, and, and switching the goalposts uh, like halftime, like in the NFL when they switch sides every quarter. That's what y'all be doing. Because like, y'all will discount y'all will discount a guy like a, like a Steph Curry who has multiple rings. Like he's not one of the greatest point guards of all time. But then elevate a guy like Chris Paul, who has repeatedly shown that he be, he 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 shrinks like cotton in in the dryer. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are we talking about here, bro? It has to be consistent. That's not true, bro. I watched I watched Chris Paul carry James Harden and the Rockets through the playoffs until he got hurt, and then okay, so he shrinks a little bit less than James Harden. Okay, good. Not like and, the, and then Harden shrunk like you. Bad. Okay, we talking about these top top top. They might be top two. Uh, shrinkers of all time right now, or at least in the current <laughs> landscape of the game. Oh, that is kind of crazy. Look, so if Embiid never gets a ring, what, what, what do we say about Embiid? We got time. We still got time to figure that no, out. No, you're not no. answering the question, bro. Answer the Chris question. Chris Paul's been for a very Don't long time. Don't the question. Don't shrink in, in, in front of the question, man. If <laughs> Embiid doesn't get a ring, what do we say about it? If we're comparing him amongst the greatest no, no, centers no, 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 in the no, game. No. Don't change the question. If Embiid doesn't get a ring, is he not a great now? He's still great, but if we're talking about all-time greats, the best of the the very best, and I'm talking about top shelf. Like honestly, if Chris Paul gets a ring, you could argue that he's the best point guard of all time. And that, right now, I would give that title to Magic Johnson. So when I'm talking about best best player in that position, I'm talking about the true Mount Rushmores. I'm talking about the greats of the greats. I'm talking about the MJs. Like I'm talking about the best. You know what I'm saying? And there's no way I could put him in that conversation as being one of the best, best. He's definitely an all-time great, top 50, top 75, you know, whatever you want to put it. Hall of Fame, yeah, all that. But he ain't in that Mike conversation. He ain't in that, you know, LeBron conversation, not the way that Steph Curry is. And we got somebody right here, right now, that's doing it on the biggest level, and people don't even talk about him like he's one of the best in the game. 
but he damn well is. Because and I put Steph Curry, any of them guys I listed, no way any of them guys I listed would ever let their team lose by 40 in a game seven. Hell, I don't even think Kawhi Leonard would let that happen. Bro, Steph Curry was down 56 points, had the biggest deficit in playoff history. I'm just saying, bro. That was like two or three games ago, bro. But that wasn't like, a that game was a seven. But that was in but that was history, bro. But did they win the series? Did so, they win so, the so series? What, and what, what was I'm that a game so seven? That at home? A, so because that wasn't a game seven, it just Chris Paul yeah. and all these things. Like, yeah, it's yo, about being good in the moments that matter, not the moments that don't matter. It throws every game in the playoff matters, bro. <laughs> like, I, I, I mean, not not as much as a game seven. It was an know. elimination game when they got blown out. Who? Steph. That was an elimination game. I was, no, I was talking about a couple games ago, but he's talking, talking, about? talking about another one. He got, they, got no, no, no. they had a chance to put out the Grizzlies in that game. Oh, yeah. Fine. And they did not. And, oh, you said it was an elimination game for the other team. Look, look, look. And, and the Grizzlies didn't have John Moran. <laughs> okay. What are we talking about here? Yo, no. No. What, what, no, what are you talking about here, bro? Because cause what you're doing is like you're not – we're giving you facts, right? We're giving you facts that are comparable. They're not the exact same thing as what you're laying out there, but they're comparable facts. And, like, you have to be willing to address them. Like, you can't just be like, what are we talking about? Like, no, we're talking about no, other things. No, that's a different what game, what though. We're saying, what we're saying is, though, bro, is that was that was a bad night for Chris Paul. And it happened, it just so happened to fall in the game seven, right? But it didn't just so happen. How many no, years wait, wait, has so he been in the league discount, doing this? So you discount everything that Chris Paul has done. All right, so here's, here's my thing. We had a Mecca Okafor in the All-Star game, bro. Here's my thing, guys. Here's my thing, guys. Y'all ever had a friend that was, like, always faking on you? You know what I'm saying? You hit your mans up. Yo, yo, uh, Rollo, you trying to come out to the club and shit? Oh, yeah, I'm going to be out to the club. Yeah, I'm going to be out to the club. Oh, yeah, you know, hey, man, I fell asleep. Okay. And then, you know, that happened. Chris Paul will leave for 13 years. So this man, 13 years in a row, or, you know, 13 times, this man just, you know, fell asleep, the dog died. You know, you know, like he got in the car, he got a flat tire. Every time there's an excuse for this man. It's been 13 years. You know what I'm saying? Oh, the injuries. Oh, he didn't get traded to the, to, 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 to the Lakers. They vetoed the trade. Like all this nonsense. Don't pull out an excuse for this man. This man got 13 excuses, man, for every 13 years. Man, this guy ain't never going to come out to the party. He ain't coming out, guys. He ain't coming out, guys. He's a, he's a, he's a faker. He's a fraudulent. He's a Matt Hasselbeck. He ain't never gonna win shit. That's crazy. Bro, that's crazy. That's, that's crazy. crazy. Man, hold on. Let me answer this question real quick. First of all, Pat Beverly is a role player, talking about one of the greatest point guards of all time. Man, so hey, I'm man. not about. If Pat Beverly I'm, about to say it, I'm saying it. No, no. And first of all, second of all, if I hate Chris Paul T-shirt was a person, that's Pat Beverly. And third of all, man, my man woke up in the morning and just hated on Chris Paul. He's mad that he lost his job to Chris Paul when Chris Paul got traded to the Houston. And so Pat Beverly is just mad. Pat is just mad that he got traded by the better player. He's just been upset ever since ever since he, he got away his buddy James Harden. Ever since then, Pat Beverly has been mad. You see, ain't nobody ain't nobody talks about about Pat Beverly until he got something slick coming out of his mouth. But when he plays, my man's what what uh what did my man Russell did to him? Cradle his ass and fuck up out of there. Hey, man, nobody know, care about no Pat Beverly, man. Congratulations to him because he could play ball and he's a great bench player. But besides that, man, I don't want to give a fuck about no Pat Beverly. 
I'm not sitting here. I'm not going to no game. Talk about I want to watch Pep Beverly give me 30 points. Fuck out of here. Fuck this we saying. Hey, yo, with you though, G, that's hilarious. Yo, but I, like, I what the fuck is we saying? Pat Beverly is trash. But Congratulations, you play the NBA league. ball. But he ain't that man. He ain't someone I'm scared of. He man, act like ain't nobody th- dropping thirty on him. Y'all making y'all y'all letting Chris Paul walk away yet again and making this about Pat no Beverly way. because because of the person that yes yes Pat Beverly made some personal comments about Chris Paul yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes, Pat Beverly is a fucking role player, and Chris Paul is a Hall of Famer. Yes. But somebody need to call out Chris Paul, man. And was Pat Beverly or not? Damn. I'm not a Hall of Famer, but I'm calling him out, bro. That man came up small in the biggest moment, bro. bro I'm not letting really him know. go on this. All right, all right. Nick, okay, think okay, about it like out, this. Hold on, hold on, man. That last year was in the championship, right? Right. He what did he do there? He took his team to the championship last year, right? And then what did he do? Wait, 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 wait. He took him there, right? Okay. You talk about a man that's 37 years old, right? Okay. Okay. Outside of Devin Booker, right? You tell me the net the, the best three players that Chris Paul has played with. All right. So tell me. Parents, I want to hear him. No, no, no. I got I got a hypothetical. So your parents take you out to ice cream. No, but hold on, can you but they don't buy you no ice cream. They just take you, you to, 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 to the place where the ice cream is made. But you don't get no ice cream. You gonna be happy? Yes no, or no? But bro, can you answer my question? Can you tell me the three best players that Chris Paul has played with? I'm gonna tell you. James I'll tell Harden. You, James Harden. James Harden, who last week y'all told me was trash. Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin, who if you've been watching the NBA for the last four years, you realize all he ever really was was a jumper. And who's uh, a jumper? I mean, someone that jumps. And third, what are we gonna say DeAndre Jordan, bro? Devin who, Booker. Who's the next best player the man played with, bro? Devin Booker. Me. Y'all say he was the next no, I said, coach. I said outside of Devin Booker. He took Devin Booker uh, to the chip. And, and Devin Booker ain't do nothing to win it. So who is the best player he's played with, bro, outside of the, the Suns team? Who is it? Who else has he played with? He's been in the league, like you said, 13, 14 seasons. Who has he had to run with, bro? Okay. You can say the same thing about AI. You can say the same thing about a lot of guys. Bro, I don't take nothing away from AI. That's the point. And neither do you. But when it's Chris Paul's turn, you you hate the man. I'm trying to figure out. I'm not Paul hating on the man. Guy. I'm just saying. He's in the he's in the he's in the lead conversation. I'm not I'm sorry, Chris Paul. That he's not he's not in the conversation amongst amongst mid-caliber players. When you're in the conversation of being one of the best point guards of all time, the conversation becomes a little bit more judgmental. It is is what it is. It comes with the territory. Bro, the stakes get a little heavier, bro. And I'm sorry. Like, you know what I'm saying? When you're getting in the crunch moments and you can't get it done, I, I'm gonna remember that. I've been watching Chris Paul for a very long time, bro. He's been in the league for 13 years, bro. Luka, Luka Doncic no, has only been in the league. 17. Oh, my bad. 17, even 17. longer. Now, Luka's only been in the league for four or five years, bro. And we can see that where he's what he's made of in these moments. And he's not made of the same material as Chris Paul, I'll tell you that. And we've seen uh, Steph Curry, who's had a shorter career than Chris Paul. And we've seen him come up big in some of the biggest moments. And he's beat LeBron, who at that time when LeBron was playing, he would have been playing at a level higher than Michael Jordan. And, oh. and he beat him. A oh. guard. A 6-3 guard. Look, look. I, your argument that the, the best need to be the best in the biggest moments, I, I respect that. And Paul hasn't always been the best in the biggest moments. He, he's probably 50-50, 40-60. Like, he's on the, the losing end in those big moments, right? But he's got to the big moments. Like, some of these stars have not got to these big moments. Some of these stars have never elevated a team. 
James Harden never elevated a team. KD, we we have yet to see KD William Falstaff. But for as much for as much slander as Paul is getting, what did KD do in the playoffs this year? Like this happens, and to call my man Matt Hasselback is absolutely crazy. <laughs> absolutely crazy. You know what I'm saying? Call him Steve McNair. I, I I'll give him McNair, but I ain't gonna give him no Matt Hasselback. Like that's crazy. Like my whole thing with Chris Paul is is like. We're, we're, most consensus will say Chris Paul's only one chip from being considered greater than Magic Johnson who has five. And that's not even fair, though. He'll never be good. Actually, he'll never be greater than Magic Johnson. Matter of fact, Paul no, is McNair. Now that I'm thinking about it. Chris Paul okay, that's fair. No, 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 that's, that's fair. not even fair. That's not even fair. That's that is fair. Way better than McNair. That is Chris fair. Paul's no. resume, bro, Chris Paul's resume is unbelievable, bro. Like, what are you, what are you talking about, bro? Like Chris Paul resume, it's very few players you can hold up there with Chris Paul's resume that have played in the NBA in the history of the game, bro. He has that, makes, that that makes him choking and not having a chip even more like you know choking, bro. He lost the game seven. I got you on that. I'm not going to argue that. Like he didn't lose a game seven, bro. He did. He they they got obliterated, bro. Bro, they got, did. that they was did. one of the most. That was one of the most historic blowouts in the history of game sevens. If if the best record you want to be in to be the record holder. He was, but he was in the chip last year. He took his team to the championship. But they year. didn't win it, Bryce. What are you talking they about? Didn't. They they didn't win it. They didn't win it. But like if you're gonna say that going to the championship means nothing, bro. Then it's yes. like what we go that's crazy. That's crazy to me. But when you put Abson, you put Abson above Chris Paul? I don't put him above Steph Curry. This is where it comes back to. There's a gold standard. Chris Paul. Huh? Uh, that's pretty comparable, but I'll take Iverson. But they're, but they're, it's more comparable because neither one of them want a chip. You know, if Chris Paul would have won a chip, then maybe you could put him in above Iverson. You could argue. So I, maybe Iverson. Hmm? Or you just don't like the fact that Paul just didn't score that much. Bro, that man must have had some money on Chris Paul or something, or or Chris Paul did him dirty down <laughs> the line at some bro, point. At some point. Know. He Chris Paul denied that man an autograph. Something happened with this man and Chris Paul, bro. He saw bro, Chris Paul at the club, and Chris Paul was getting no dap. I don't know what happened, bro. bro Suns wasn't relevant before Chris Paul. Oklahoma, Chris Paul gave him relevancy. Like, if the best player on your team is like a 16, 17-year vet, like, that's crazy. Devin Booker was supposed to be the guy to com compete with Luka. When we saw the Luka comparisons in that series, they didn't have a matchup against Chris Paul. They had a matchup against Devin Booker. You're slandering Chris Paul. Nobody's slandering the guy that scored 70 points in the game. They, could, they couldn't get a bucket. Hey, I'm just saying, if you're if you're if you're one of the greatest at your position, especially at the point guard position, which I feel like is the one of the most important positions, and uh, you can't take your team to the promised line, bro. I, I can't put you, you in that column. There, they just couldn't win it. I mean, you know what I mean, man. Like, you know, it's all about winning it, bro. If if, if okay, you're, if you're an elite point guard, right, and I'm a top five, top ten scorer in the league, and we get Chris Paul only averaged 14 points this season, something extremely low, right? Why are you expecting Chris Paul to score 30 points? Chris Paul got closer than his average than Devin Booker did. I'm not expecting him to drop 30 points, but at the end of the day, it's a team thing and it's a leadership thing. I consider Chris Paul the leader of the Suns. Do you not consider Chris Paul the leader of the Suns? Because at the end of the day, 
And I, I'll take this the same way as I'll take this this show, right? At the end of the day, if all of y'all come on here and y'all stink, then I'm taking it accountable because that's my fault. Because I'm I'm the person that that, that sets this shit up. So if y'all suck, I suck. That's how I look at this shit. Chris Paul came in, even they suck. They all suck. And who am I going to hold accountable? The leader of the team, the, the 18-year NBA vet, the the uh, spokesman for the Players Association, the guy who's supposed to be the greatest point guard of all time. You come up short in that big moment, I'm looking at the leader. I'm not looking at everybody else. I'm looking at the leader first because you're supposed to have the troops ready. Most players in year 18 are, are, are doing what LeBron was doing. Bro, this man Chris Paul is 37 years old, bro. He has a he he's he took a team to the finals last year on the brink of the conference finals. Game seven got taken out in the game seven to get to the conference finals this year. Come on, bro. bro. Like, <laughs> what are we what are we looking at? Like, bro. look at look at what look at, look at what other players in this position have had to do to win a championship, bro. Like, they've had to team up with like other all-time greats. Like, for example, right, if Kevin Garnett would have stayed in Minnesota and never got a chip, are you going to tell me that you would have said Kevin Garnett was a bum? No, but was I'll Kevin tell you Garnett that I will never. Before he went to the Celtics? Was he a guy no, that couldn't raise up but, the team before he went to the Celtics? But in the conversations of, com- of, com- of comparable players, Tim Duncan and Kevin Garnett played in the same era. And Ke- Kevin Garnett was a great player who put up great numbers but could never win the big chip until he teamed up with, with his big three. But, yo. Tim Duncan, I will never come out of my mouth and say that Tim du- that Kevin Garnett is better than Tim Duncan because there's no fucking possible way. No, no, no. Based on the math, it's and, not and, possible. And I agree with that. I agree with that. But you're not giving Chris Paul his flowers, bro. You're acting like the way you're coming off is like Chris Paul is trash. Everything you nah, said about Chris Paul is like it's straight negativity. Like this man not is not trash. one of the great players in our era, bro. Hey, we're not we're not in the regular season anymore. We're not in the regular season no more. We're in the playoffs. We're in the final four teams, bro. This is when things get hectic. I'm not saying he's not a good player. I actually am telling you that he's a great player. And because he's a great player, I expect more from him. And that's why I'm disappointed. And that's why I'm telling you that was one of the most disappointing performance in the history of the NBA playoffs. Uh, well, lost from being down three one. And I, I forecasted this, by the way, too, Bryce, a couple weeks ago. Remember, I said this. I said, you know the Phoenix Suns aren't going to get it done. What do you mean the Phoenix Suns ain't going to get it done? We can run that tape later. He was like, oh, what do you mean? This is what I mean, bro, because his story, history tells me that Chris Paul is going to do this in these moments, bro. That's why That's why I put my money on Luka. Thank you. Thank you, Luka. Uh, thank you, Caesar Sportsbook. Bro, Chris Paul took a team to the chip last year, and I, I just can't see how anyone could – Talk this blasphemy about a player of Chris Paul's quality, uh, quality bro. 36, Crazy. 37 one day. And, and you're going to know what it means that, to be that age and, and have to get up and move around. Bro, it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. You sound like Pat Beverly, bro. And Pat be Beverly sounds like year. he was hating, bro. Pat Beverly. I'm not hating. I'm just, I hold, I hold, it's like, it's like you said. I'm going to quote, I'm going to quote, I'm going to quote one of the great, uh, the great Mr. Big Leaguer. You know, big. I hold the big dogs to big dog status, bro. That's all. That is all. Okay, but you're acting like Chris Paul's not a big dog. That's the point. No, he is a big dog. Right, so if you're going to say he's a big dog, that means you're, you're saying he's one of the all-time greats in this game. Like, he yeah, can, but... he's in the conversation of all-time great. Yeah, but he's, he's not in that? the he's not in the great great conversation. He's in the he's in the he's in the Hall of Fame conversation, but he's not in the top 
he's not in the Mount Rushmore. He's not in the best point guard conversation. He is in the best point guard oh, conversation. Oh, he's not. Yes, he is. So where do you put John Stockton? He's right there next to Chris Paul. So where, where do you put Chelsea Billups? Below them, but, you know. But Chris, That's you know. Prince, bro. Nah, but it's different. It's the big it's shot. It's different. It's different because 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 your metrics aren't really they, they don't really travel. It's different when we bring up Chauncey Billups, huh? It's just it's different now. So I guess Rondo. I guess Rondo is the best point guard. One of the best point guards of all time, too. Huh? Hey, he's top twenty, top fifteen. Rondo is sure. better than Chris Paul, I'm sure. And who, who, hey, who was who honestly was the point guard of last year's champion? B.J. Armstrong better than Chris Paul. Jason Kidd, Jason Kidd, all time better than Chris Paul. Randy Brown, Steve Kerr. Sorry, Jason, Jason Kidd better than Chris Paul. I don't Paul. think Jason Kidd is better than Chris Paul, bro. Jason uh, Kidd is I, I'll hear that argument, bro. Hey, you got a chip. That and that's how simple your argument is, bro. It's not right? how simple, it's more than it's that. Not, you gotta, not really you gotta have it all. Plus especially when you always love to tell me about the eye test, bro. Like, did you not watch Chris Paul for these last 17 years, bro? I did, man. I watched and I watched him fail in the biggest man, we moments. First time on CP3, man. Yeah, let's keep it pushing. But but it does bring up the next point about Pat Beverly, man. I said Pat Beverly was hating. And the reason I realized Pat Beverly was hating, because right after they asked him about Chris Paul, they asked him about James Harden. You know what Pat Beverly said? <laughs> they get that man the super duper max. <laughs> like, how you gonna go crazy on Chris Paul? But then when they bring up James Harden, another player that quote unquote is underperforming, you want to give him the biggest, the most, the max money, the super max. Like that's how it was. That's how it was clearly hating me. So my next question is like, yo, James Harden, man, are y'all super maxing Harden or like, I mean, he's he's, he's eligible to make I think it's like four year, five years, two fifty or something crazy like that. It's it's like is it hard on a year pretty much? Is it hard on a player option? Yeah. Yes, for one year, but he Harden, can he he can re, he can decline that player option, and if he does, he's eligible for a supermax. Harden will absolutely opt in because no one is going to pay him. Absolutely no one. Mm, I don't know, bro. I think somebody will pay him. I think somebody you know, will pay him. You know who would give Harden a supermax? Maybe it, it would be a small market in a place where he wouldn't want to go. That's a good point. I think uh, I think I think I think you have a good point uh, there, T, about the one year because uh, the one year uh, option I think is like somewhere upwards of like forty eight million or something like that. He's opting in, so it's potential that he could opt in because if you think you're not going to get that on the open market, that's that's the thing. So I don't know what well, my evaluation of James Harden. I mean, one thing for sure. I mean, it, uh, I mean he has an opportunity. I'm not saying he does. He, I think he still has an opportunity to redeem himself. Let's. I'm gonna start with that. Three. Uh, I think he still has an opportunity to redeem himself, but I can say that his lift definitely and separation looks like uh, it's, it's, it looks like it took a hit a little bit. So I'm, I want to see a little bit more of that. But uh, now nah, I mean, super max, like five year deal, four year deal, anything like that. I wouldn't do it, man. Uh, maybe a couple years just to see how it goes. But I think it would be in his best interest to take that option. I agree with T because I don't know if you're going to get a get a max deal in terms of the length of the deal. That's the biggest thing is the the tail end of that deal because it's already looking like he already looking like he's uh, had some decline, not much. Because in the, the day, Pat Bev did make the good point that he was what a twenty two ten and seven player. Now you look at those numbers. If Ben Simmons was putting up those numbers, I'm sure Philly would give him the max. But you know James Harden putting up those numbers. The reason that people are giving him a little shade is because it's lower than 
what we've seen his production to be. But that production is actually still pretty good production. So if they did give him the max, I wouldn't be upset about it. But, but from a principal standpoint, I wouldn't do it uh, for a long-term deal. I'll give him like a two, three-year deal max, you know, but I don't know. I think you need more more help around Harden to do it. You can't just do it with the team that we just seen. Harden going to need some help because Harden Hold is on. not – he's not a 30-plus guy point in point. He's, uh, a, he's a very, like, chill 22 at that. But he's a but he's a but I'll give him this. He's a much better point guard than he was when he was in Houston. He's a much better point guard and he's actually very low turnover for most nights. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, do you got Funny. any comment on this, man? Yeah, you frozen? He look like he froze. <laughs> He gotta be. Fun. No, I'm not frozen. Yo, yo, fuck it. Yo, yo, fuck it. Yo, son. Yo, yo, fuck it. Yo, I'm not giving James Harden a fucking more than thirty-five a year. Was that a was that a glitch in the in this in this universe, man? Was that like a glitch in this in this fake universe? Oh, not to do it. Look, 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 look. I was sure you was froze, bro. Bro. I want to give James Harden no max deal. He's opting into what forty four point seven million this year or forty seven something like this. He'd be nuts if he don't opt in because ain't nobody giving him close to fifty at all. You don't give James Harden more than thirty five, and you and that's just being nice. Oh, crazy! I wouldn't give James Harden more than thirty. I wouldn't give James Harden more than thirty. What he scored on Game Seven for my against Miami in the second half? Two. He went for two shots or zero shots. Zero for two? Wait, you wait, telling wait, me who's, who's the leader of that team again? Joel Embiid. Embiid. All right, all right. But it don't matter. He's supposed to be your point, though, right? Leader, though. We're not going to point the fingers at that leader, though. Nah, bro. You're not about to give James Harden no Max. You must be smoking dope. Nah, He's not the same fingers. player. He's not the same player. Matter of fact, out of that whole Brooklyn and Philly trade, none of them won. They Brooklyn got a fucking a bad back player, and then Philly got an old James Harden that can't run for shit. With a beer belly on the court and a beard. Matter of fact, ALT, something, my man. Y'all devil gangers. You be good. I'm sure you could give him more than more than 25 points. I would have got more than two and a half. I promise you that. that. That's what I'm talking about. You're not about to give James Harden no max deal. You be crazy. Because you got to build a roster around Embiid. You're, like, you're not building a roster against James Harden. I think Harden's a good player. You, you need more help. You, you, you need depth in your bench because I don't have it. So what, what are you going to really give James Harden that max contract? You're crazy. Does James Harden look like he's motivated by basketball or change? No. Or Raven? Not at all. My man, my man just wants money at this point. Bro, he wants money and celebrity. Like, Y'all are going crazy on him, bro. Like, like he did. He like he came to Brooklyn last season and he finished actually, I think, second in MVP voting last season. Y'all know that, right? What, what did he just do? What are, you, what are we talking about now? We're not talking about last year. We're talking about now. All right, this man All right my man. Here, CP3 going to the championship, but he wants to talk about exactly. But we're not talking about. We're not talking about. Well, the this question is isn't, the, the question isn't is is James Harden. One of the best shooting guards of all time, or is he a winner? We're not talking about that. We're talking about is he worth a max deal, right? I didn't say no. he was worth a max deal, but I'm saying is it worth resigning this motherfucker? Hell yeah, because you know what I'm saying he's still giving you 22 and 11, and at the end of the day, he's still a great player. He's Bro. not the James Harden he used to be. I can agree. It doesn't seem like he is, but he's still 
He's still one of the best players in the NBA, bro. Don't 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 think that he's not. The best. Why why Philly's not in a bad spot here? Because he still wants to get paid, right? So if he opts in, he's on a show and prove deal at that point, right? So one year, yeah. if you want to get paid anywhere else, you got to turn up. Next season, I, I I think James Harden will be in shape, and I think he will be playing great regular season basketball. Playoff time, I think he'll just fade and. You know what I'm saying? Do whatever Harden does. But I think regular season, James Harden will go absolutely crazy. I think you'll see the spring in his step. He'll have lift. If he if he's committed to just making more money, I don't even know if he has the self-control or discipline. He might be, you know, A&R in some mixtapes or, you know what I'm saying, curating a Spotify playlist. Who, who knows? But I, I, I told you when he left Brooklyn, bro, basketball didn't seem – all right. All coming crazy. With all due respect, bro, with all due respect, y'all, y'all are overlooking the fact that this trade happened probably like less than five, maybe what, like what three months ago, max, two months ago, ten weeks ago. You know what I'm saying? Like they haven't really been together that long to get together. It's not that easy to just pick up and just throw some pieces together like that, bro. It takes time. That team could have got to the exact same place and got put out at the exact same time without hard. Absolutely. With just Embiid. Bro, Harden got to the playoffs. Oh, where everyone go? Oh, there we go. <laughs> Harden got to the playoffs and literally said, I have nothing to prove. Is that the type of guy you even want to play with? Like, what you mean you got nothing to prove? According to you, Scruff, he don't got no rings. He don't got nothing to prove. I get it. I get it. If he wanted to be one of the all-time greats and he wanted to be a winner, he would have something to prove. I don't agree with those comments. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. But that's why exactly why I said just what I said. James Harden ain't that 30 point dog guy. And even when he was then, he was he had the tendency to shrink in big moments. And I'm I'm not I'm not giving I'm not letting him off the leash for that, bro. He has shrunk in big moments, bro. And even he did again this year. So the, the, that dog, that monkey is still on James Harden's back. But as far as I'm concerned, we, we should still we should we should not cut bait on James Harden. I don't think we should double down on James Harden investment either. I think we should just keep it floating for a little bit longer and let's see what he got. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, but I don't but think I don't the think problem he... with that is though, the problem with that is James Harden could easily opt out and look for a big payday. And I, I predict that's what he's gonna do. Because if you're he's James Harden, if you're James Harden, you're going to get bruh, somebody's going to pay James Harden, bro. Yeah, bro, they are. I James guarantee Harden, you. He he also cares about the city he's in. He, he's going. He's not. If he cared about the city he was in, he wouldn't be in Philly, bro. That's no, nah, Philly is lit. Philly's right. not lit. I mean, it's lit if you live there. It's lit if you live there. I don't want to upset the all the Philly homies, bro. Philly's lit if you live there. You know what I'm saying? If you from there, it's lit. But Philly's not lit, bro. Philly's not like a city. Oh. People like Philly's not a city where you're like, oh, where we going this year? Where we going this summer? Yeah, let's go to Philly. No, nah, it's not that city. Unless you're from Jersey or Atlantic City, like, that's it's not that city. Hey, bro. hey, 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 just respect me out here. And, and, and you don't even rush to Philly. Yeah, nobody rushing to get to Philly, bro. Like, let's, keep, let's keep it a buck. It's not an L.A. It's not a, you know what I'm saying? It's not it's New not York a, City. It's not a Miami. It's not a, it's, it's none of those, bro. It's a, it's a, it's a second to third tier city. Probably a third tier city, bro, in America. Man, you're it's more like a fourth tier city where you're, where you're talking about turn up and you're talking about. I don't know. Have you, have you have you been to Dykeman, my boy Nick? Have you been uh, to the Bronx? Have you been to the Bronx? Not a while. No, uh, but my man, that's a vibe. That's a vibe. Okay. New York is lit. Uh, New okay. York, New York is always lit. Philly's not lit, bro. Let's keep it a buck. 
in on the Pacers. Just watch. The Pacers. Just watch. <laughs> <laughs> no, they'll, give that, they'll give him that bag. They'll give him that bag, bro. They'll give him that bag. He's gonna go wherever that bag go. And he, he's gonna if he's smart, his team gonna tell him to opt out because he can get one more bag. He can get one more crazy bag. He's gonna get a super max if he opts out. Most teams will give it to him, bro. Lakers will give it to him probably. Man, mm-hmm. like that. They'll give him the super max, bro. I don't think They'll the Lakers would. Lakers. The Lakers earned their lesson. Bro, you think the Lakers, the, yo, that would be the wildest shit ever if the Lakers did that after what they just did. They, like, really trying to get whoever. They really trying to get the GM fired. They signed James Harden. The Knicks are paying. I don't think James Harden. I don't think James Harden. Let me say this, yo. I don't think James Harden is as bad as y'all think he is right now. In fact, I, I think James I just told Harden, you I didn't think he was that no, bad. No, no, no. I'm going to tell you what James Harden's problem is, though. James Harden is not going to be good with Embiid, bro. Like those games, I, I said it on the show when he got him. I was like, here bro, go, here go. I'm gonna know after a few weeks if this works, bro. I said it, I, and I saw after a few weeks, I was like, this shit don't work, bro. Because at the end of the day, somebody's gonna have to like adjust their game. It probably would have had to have been Harden adjust his game a little bit, you know what I'm saying? But if he goes and play, Harden needs to be with an aging player. The best season Harden ever had was with Chris Paul, bro, because Chris Paul realized how to adjust his game to play with Harden and. The shit worked out until they they de- if Chris Paul to get hurt that might be a chip right there, bro. That's then it was going crazy that year, bro. Probably had what second most wins in the league that year. It was going dumb. The Rockets were going yeah. dumb, and like it's gonna have to be a player that's willing to adjust his game to Harden, or Harden has to get to that stage in his career where he's willing to adjust his game. And what that means for James Harden is no longer being a eighteen second shot clock guy. It he means being a four really second. Four to five yeah, second shot clock guy. I agree. You know what I'm saying? If you're a four, if James Harden's willing to be three to five seconds, I get the ball, I make my move, I shoot, I get the ball, I make my move, I get an assist. If he's willing to be that guy, he can score being that guy and adjust his game, improves his craft to be that guy. James Harden get back to elite level status in this league, bro. You got more faith in him than I do. Nah, nah. I don't have know, faith Bryce, in him. Bryce is right. But Bryce I think right. he's a better player currently. He doesn't possess the skill to do it, right? Right, right, right. Right. I'm saying he don't possess the mentality or the personality to do it, man. He doesn't have nah, that that's will the sweet to do it. He doesn't have that that's will to do it. That's the question. Four, that's the four question. seconds. Four but seconds. You know right, right. You know what'll make you you know what'll make you get that will, bro? And I don't know. James Harden to me seems like a somewhat ego driven type of dude. Like not I don't know him, but I mean I I see the persona, man. You know what I'm saying? He's out at the club. You see him with little baby. You see him with you know, name that rapper. You see him in the function. You know what I'm saying? He cares about his image. And if his image starts becoming one where it's like people are talking shit about his game, bro, don't, right. let's not let's not get it twisted, bro. James Harden, one of the coldest, one of the coldest to ever do it. He one of the best scorers of all time, bro, already. And if he locks back into this basketball thing and, 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 and sees people talking this shit about him and he locks back in, he get back to some a crazy level. I really do believe that. It's just, is he going to yeah. have that will to do that? By the if, give him an off season, bro. Give him a full off season. You know this thing. You took you, Bryce. You was the first one saying they was going to fire Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers is not getting fired. They said going to fire Doc Rivers. I said they going to find somebody to blame, bro. That's they didn't the blame nobody. Does. Here's the beautiful thing. We made it through. Doc Rivers didn't get fired. Hopefully, James Harden's back next year. We can run this thing back. James Harden blame the team. Bro, Philly's blaming everybody except the person they should blame. See, Scrub got on here and said he blames leaders. You know what I'm saying? 
Nah, you, you got to give me, you got to, you know, you can The only player you should be blaming for this is Joel Embiid, bro. Because that man went 17, 20, and 24. That was his last three-point productions, bro. And he was averaging no, 30. No, I can't blame Embiid, man. My man, man that man had, went okay. in there hurt. I'm not talking about you. He went in there hurt. You, G. Maybe not you. That man had a face injury. I don't want to hear he was hurt, bro. Remember not, the hand? The hand? It was, he the came hand? back from that shit, bro. He came back from that shit. I don't, I don't know, man. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Just, 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 just for this, just for the Sixers fans, gotta give him the benefit of the doubt. All right, so what benefit of the doubt are you giving a man that's always hurt? When you will say, "Damn, this dude is always hurt." Like, come on. Yeah, but one thing I would say about Nah, you could say that. That's why he's not my MVP. That's why he's not my MVP. I need to hear Scruff blaming Joel Embiid as much as he's blaming Chris Paul. Nah, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. Nah, the the always hurt thing is fair, and that's why I think because he's always hurt, I think Joel Joel is always willing to play hurt or more likely to play hurt or come back early. Y'all know he was ruled out of game three and he decided to come back because he has, he knows that there's a, there's a conversation around him that he's always hurt. So he's not trying to be, he's going to play fluid injuries if he can. But I will say this though about Joel, he didn't play the same after they announced the MVP. And I think that make that makes me feel like Joel is just like you said about Harden, a guy that's fueled by ego. And I feel as though once he felt like he wasn't the MVP, that he like lost a little bit of his swag, and you know he started playing a little bit differently. And that I think that was a the real moment. dog gonna start killing after he didn't lose the MVP. A real dog would be like, oh y'all didn't give me MVP. Yeah, 40, yeah. 40, 40. That man went 17, 20, and twenty. I agree. If I agree. Want to point the finger at James Harden, bro. I agree. On, I agree. So I, if I, I agree. That's so crazy to me, bro. Like that's like. That's like the same thing Phoenix is doing with Chris Paul, like but reverse. Like the fingers should be pointing at Devin Booker, they pointing at Chris Paul. This Aiden. Come on, bro. Like, stop with it, man. Joel and B, you you could be an all-time great. You're on the way to being an all-time great. Step your shit up, man. 17, 20, and 20. And I get it. Bam Adebayo is a hell of a defender. Should have been the real defensive player of the year, in my opinion. But damn, Joel, I need to see more from you. That team just not gonna win the chip, man. They not, bro. Oh, Embiid gonna be there forever, and they gonna be making excuses for Embiid forever, and it's just gonna be he gonna be like gonna Chris be like Paul, boy, man. But when Embiid retires, Scruff's gonna give us all the reasons why he's still an all-time great. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only you difference. Funny. You funny, hey, man. There's there's a lot of rope left on the career that is Joel Embiid, so I, I, I like my chances that he'll oh, come out with a chip I, eventually. I figure there's a lot. I don't hate, him. I don't I hate his chances. A lot. I don't like him on Philly. Yeah, I know. I know how that is. I hear. I already hear. I already hear. LA. Joel I already hear. Anthony Davis. Trey. I already hear it. I already hear it. So, uh, next, next, bring in the next person. Then he'd be like, "Yeah, you know, I really don't think uh, X player plays well with Joel Embiid." You know? No, bro. No, no, no. If Joel Embiid got the right guy, bro, like Joel Embiid needs a Chris Paul. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like. Joel Embiid needs uh, a guy like that. Like, it's, yeah, it's, I, I would say that. Like, it's not, uh, it's not, it's not Harden though. It's not guys that want to play the exact same way. You can't have two guys that want to play the exact same way, bro. You can't have two guys that want the crazy usage, bro. Hey, well, maybe if Chris Paul, maybe if the Suns want to blame Chris Paul, they can send them our way. And then you'll be telling me how Chris Paul is one of the greatest point guards of all time. You know, of all time, right, right. Point guard history, bro. Right. And maybe both. We'll be in a better right. position. He'll be in a better position, man. You know, it's tough. It's tough being a, being a point guard, especially when you don't got a lot of, you know, a lot of help, I guess. 
Don't tell me about how tough it is being a point guard now if you eviscerated Chris Paul for 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, no cap. <laughs> now it's tough being a point guard when you don't got no help. That's what we were Maybe. trying to tell you, Scruff. Maybe you got to be the third best player on the squad. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he needs to be in a Kyle Lowry role. Yeah, maybe, maybe. You know, but uh, hey, this this show was hilarious, man. I don't know how y'all feeling, but I feel like the the the, the back and forth about uh, Chris Paul. You know, I got one more question for y'all before we log off. This last one, last one. So with the Pat Beverly news coming out, I mean, you know, Pat Beverly was the talk of the town. We see Tom Brady getting this like two hundred fifty million dollar deal as soon as he retires. Peyton Manning and Eli Manning got the Manning cast during NFL telecast now, bruh. Is 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 it about to be the end of real sports journalism? Like, are our jobs in jeopardy right now, man? Is it is it now? Yeah. Like, yo, only the no. ex- it was a time. It was a time where it was ex player, right, with primetime analysts. Like, you know what I'm saying? Now there's only two analysts, bro. You got Stephen A. and you got Skip. Skip. You got Stephen A. and you got Skip. That's it, bro. Everybody else is getting phased out, and there's really little little space. For real sports journalists, is anybody else peeping that, or is that just me? You know what I? No, you on to something. Uh, I saw a Twitter uh, thread about um, a, a woman that was saying that basically, if you went to school for sports journalism, right, like how are you ever going to get an opportunity if guys can just retire and 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 get on TV, right, with no that's training, a fact, bro? That's a they're, fact. They're not always good. They don't always yeah. know how to speak. But the reality is, it's kind of like uh, being a musician, right? You might be a better rapper than me, but if I have a bigger fan base, a label's more inclined to work with me. Yeah, like this yeah. is about ratings, this is about views, it's about clicks. So if if you if if somebody from Gas, if 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 I say you know what I want to be on ESPN, I need to find a way to get my fan base and viewership up to a point where ESPN says we have to have this guy. You can't just go in there with a degree saying. Hey, I'm really good at this. If that's what you do, uh, start as an intern and then grind, 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 grind. You got to burn the candle on both ends if that's what you really want to do. 100%. Start your own platform. Nah, that's a fact. That's a fact, bro. Nah, you're right though. It's not and about, it's been, it's not it's about quality. It's not about quality anymore. It's about shock. It's about shock value. It's and not like, value, it's bro. Of... It's about clicks. And nah, it's true. It, it, name recognition, like I, I credentials. Know, I know Ryan Clark. Like I, I I know certain I know Tom Brady I know Drew Brees like I know those names so automatically and they have the upper hand of saying bro I know these athletes personal they can leverage personal relationships uh, stories and all right, all right and that and that's what ends up happening that's what ends up happening to legit sports journalists all they're gonna do is point and say how you gonna like an athlete gonna say how you gonna tell us about this you never played you know what I'm right. saying and that's what that's what's gonna end up missing. In sport, in in sports, eventually, you know, what I'm that, saying? because, uh, because, oh, because there's no what's gonna happen. Well, they talk right right now, right? They talking to you got the at people want to hear what the athletes got to say because they're familiar with them, right? But the athletes, the way they talk, bro, if they gonna keep telling you you can't talk about this because you've never been an athlete, as a non-athlete, someone that didn't make the league, why do you want to keep? Eventually, it's gonna be like, why well, don't want to keep hearing this person break it down? I want to hear someone like me break it down. You know what I'm saying, or, nah. or discuss it because that yeah. that that opinion it's it's a viewer opinion. It's a viewer perspective, right, right, right. And the right. viewer perspective is slowly getting phased out of sports right. media. 
Nah, you're right though, Bryce. And you're speaking on something. Ooh. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if you realized this when you were speaking on it, but yo, this is actually like now for me, this is some of the reason why why we exist, bro, in my opinion. But like, um, you know, like because real, like, I'll tell you the real truth, T. And this is full circle because now I got my grad degree. But when I was originally an undergraduate, I studied sports journalism. And I switched my major because I was like, man, how the hell am I gonna get a job? You feel me? So I stopped doing that joint. I got a, I got a, you know, I got a degree in sociology. I worked at a couple of different jobs. You know, now I got my little job, you know, doing what I do. But like, yo, I really thoroughly enjoy doing this. And that's part of the reason why we was created in the sense that like, yo, we opinions, just we all just people. We played the sport once upon a time, but we fans first and we just enjoy the game. And we 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 connoisseurs and curators of the game, bro. But uh yeah, Bryce, you're right. Like on the mainstream, you only gonna see these athletes in these type of positions because they just get grandfathered into this shit. And Tom Brady's got paid more than anybody that uh, studied sports journalism, man. He ain't studied sports journalism not a lick. So you know that's what it is. But I think ultimately people are gonna want to hear from people like us. And honestly, if you got somebody, if you out somebody out there, and you you got an opinion about sports, and you know about sports, and you want to bring your opinion on sports or something, bruh, don't gotta look no further. Fox Sports over here paying Tom Brady all that money, and he don't even he don't even got no respect for the game that which he's about to be playing. You want to work for us, Fox Sports? Nah, come here, come to good ass sports. You know what I'm saying? Because yo, we for the people, by the people, and I think there is always gonna be a space for people within this lane. But you got to find the right platforms. You know what I'm saying? And or you got to create your own plat own platform, and that's the difference. Bro, I mean, certain professions, right? And it, it seems sports journalism is trending this way, like. But sport, uh, certain professions, like being technically the best, doesn't hold any, like doesn't hold a lot of real world value, right? Like if you're technically the best rapper, right? You you know how to put syllables together, and you can remember a lot of words, and you can freestyle, bro. That don't make you Drake. That don't that don't Man. make you old baby. That don't make you uh, two chains. That don't make you Jack Harlow's. Like if 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 you a classically trained chef, right? And you know how to cook, and you, you went to culinary school, bro. That don't make you uh uh Bobby Flay or Guy Fieri. Yes, no, I agree with that one hundred percent, T. But that's literally completely against the grain of the nature of sport, and that's the real like questionable part of this. No, in sport in sport, if you are the best at the sport, right, you're elevated as the best. It's clear that you're the best. You get praised as the best, but in the the media following the sport, it doesn't matter how good you are. And that's the biggest problem that I see developing in sports media. It's like sport is all about being the best, but the media that covers it doesn't have to be the best. It can just be whoever can get the most. Nah. You know, like, like for example, for example, for example, bro, you don't think that um, Kevin Durant is the best player in the league because he gets the most clicks. It's because you think he has the best game. Not that's who, not saying that's who you think is the best player, but I'm just saying, like, we don't think Michael Jordan's the best player ever because he got the most views. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it's like the same reason, the same exact reason we love sports, we elevate athletes, is the exact opposite of what's going on in sports media. And I think that's that's almost criminal, bro. No, no. Hold on. I, I got a rebuttal with this because, all right, so we're talking about Pat Beverly, right, in our sports. Look at him today on ESPN. He was trash. He sucked. But when he was on. He was. He, uh, and, then, and then, no, they didn't. Because yo, you, I was watching first take, and I'm like, yo, bro, he, this is he's not the same guy that was yesterday talking crazy. And then look at Drew Brees when he was doing a uh, sports commentator for football. He was garbage at doing the job. 
And then we, so it's not, and then look at, all right, so look at all the smokes, right? You got Steven Jackson and, and what's my other man? Matt, uh, Barnes. Barnes. Between both of those two, look who's better on TV. Matt Barnes is a way better guy. And then when you go, when you go to other sports, sports athletes, you don't really go to watch those guys to hear them at. You hit to more for the guests because you can bring those guests to talk those underground stories. So, I, yeah, you're going to have sports athletes come into sports journalism because do right, they play the sports, but not all the content is all that good. Half of that shit is trash. I'm not re-watching all those shows again. I watch the, I probably hear the podcast the first five, ten minutes, and then I'm out because the substance ain't good enough and the way they ask the questions aren't good enough. And when they start do, start talking, it's for shock value. And that can only last for so long until you have real journalism, real journalists talking to athletes. That's when you get the better content, the better, the better no, I shows. Agree. I agree. That's where you get the better but that's content. What, what I'm saying but that's, that's what I'm saying. Content. Like. Is, but it's going to fade out. It's, it's only it's only trending because it gives us those unrated stories. But after that, when they're giving us these regular stories, it's not good at all. It's, it's a half-ass. No. That's what it's on. No, G, right. Like, but sports journalism is still there, right? You might not be it's on still the still there. still have 30 for 30s, ESPN 360 or whatever it is. Like, you still have people that write for the athletic. But at the end of the day, right, you made a Kevin Durant comparison, right? We know what KD is. That's based on eyeball tests and metrics. What are the metrics for a sports journalist right now in the internet age? It's it's, it's his views and clicks. Uh, that's, that's my exact point. That's my point. So what I'm saying is, if Kevin Durant retires tomorrow and does sports journalism, he's going to get more clicks and views than any sports for journalist. First, how for the good first three months. Is. For the first because three no months. Longer, and then it fades away. It's no longer about the quality of the journalism, bro. It it's is. No it is. Though, it is. Now, Eventually, it does, though. No, bro, example, you, right? you watch You watch them now, and they're ass. They, they're only good for three months, then no one talks about those podcasts no more. And you know you what? Brandon Marshall's they're podcast. Find the next, okay, Pat Beverly hot for two weeks, then he's done. They're going to find the next Pat Beverly. Because there's no. That's true. This right. is it's, not, it's not. It's no point for them because it's all about views and clicks. I'm not saying that it's like the right play. I'm just saying like it's unfortunate because we're getting to an era in general where quality matters very little. Quality in 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 media spheres. Why do you think Fox? We talked about Fox News right. earlier. Why do you think that's so popping with so many people? Because quality is, or CNN too. I'm not just going off. I'm going on both. They're both trash. If you ask me, but they're. They're loved by masses because of the clickbait, because of the the divisiveness, because of the, the simplicity. It's nothing about quality, bro. And that's the problem in mass media right now is quality is the last thing on the – like, it's on there. It, it, it's on there. They're going to look for it, but it's the very last check box. It's the very last box that has to be checked is quality. The problem isn't the media company, right? The media company is only going the way of – the, the viewer, right? And and media does shape viewership to a uh it, it shapes viewership more than viewers probably shape media. No, 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 yeah. check this out, right? But the media has figured out what the public has an appetite for, right? Even even out even outside of journalism, right? Reality TV is divisiveness, it's it, it's drama, it, it's yelling, it's arguing, it's one side positive against another side. That's what Fox News is, that's what CNN, MSNBC. But the, the, the saving grace is that if you really want to find quality journalism, it's out there. 
You know what I'm saying? If if you, if you really want to find quality sports analysts, like it's it's out there. You might have to do a little digging. If you if you want to find a quality rapper, right? You might not can go to a Spotify playlist or an Apple curated playlist. You might have to do a little digging, but it's out there. You know what I'm saying? And until more people have an appetite for the truth, like uh, until more people have an appetite for what's real, that's that's going to prevail, man. We know as a whole, but right, the fake is going to always be more popular than the real. Like that's just the society we in. Instagram imagery filters, uh, like that's just that's where we at in society, right or wrong, good or bad. But as an individual, if you want to find gas. You you'll find guys, right? If you no, wanna... no, I hundred percent agree with you. What I'm saying though is the media spheres, right? Just peep how they're shaping this right now. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just a trend, bro. Sports journalism phased out, and now the the former athlete is all they're giving to you is all they want you to to see. You know what I mean? Because it's easier. It's easier. It's easier for the mass media to do that. It's easier for them to reproduce that over and over again, bro. It's cheap. You know what I'm saying? And it, it, it's probably, it might be a little, maybe about the same price. Probably, yeah, maybe cheaper. Maybe cheaper in the long run. But it's easier. You know what I'm saying? And that's what they're about. They're about making the easy buck. And I get that. I'm not, I mean, that's business for you. You know what I'm saying? But it's unfortunate, bro. It's very unfortunate. The same way it's unfortunate in rap and hip-hop, where, like, if a, a Tribe Called Quest came out today, Nobody would give a damn, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's unfortunate too. But it's all it all is plays on emotions, right? It's all plays on emotion. So like, if they're playing with your emotions to get you to like something because they know they can make a quick buck off you, they're shaping that more than you're actually shaping it. Although it's gonna seem and feel like you're you're choosing it, it's just choosing from the buffet options. And these right, are the right. fucking buffet options they presented to you. You know what I'm saying? But you know, we about to get into a whole other combo. No, it's, it's a much deeper conversation, but me personally, right, I can only speak for myself. I don't watch these shows. You know what I'm saying? I, I haven't watched the shows in a long time. And 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 because they got away from like real journalism, it's 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 all it's, it's no real analysis, bro. It's just like you're giving me stats that I could have seen. Um I, I I rock with tweeters, you know what I'm saying? You know, people that got good twitter uh then watching stephen a and skip argue you know what I'm saying that that's buffoonery man <laughs> like they just call it what it is like but i mean that's that, it's, it's a much deeper conversation that's probably a paid content conversation yeah nah facts 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 hey but good stuff tonight though fellas we, we ran long tonight we just trying to get in and out but man sometimes the conversation get to flowing and uh you know, the, 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 the gas, the gas holes get the the, time, the chiming in, and we, you know, we got to just keep pushing them forward. So I, I feel like if this conversation happened an hour longer, we would be getting into something that had nothing to do with sports. But that's what we do here, guys. Yeah. Sometimes, <laughs> man, sports for the culture. So uh, shout out to to everybody, uh, everybody that watches. Shout out to everybody that participates, man. Shout out to everybody that's ever downloaded the app, everybody that's ever followed, everybody that's ever liked the video, man. We do it for y'all. Y'all know how we close each and every show out, fellas. Sports for the culture. Sports for the culture.